0: hi everybody welcome to this episode of coffee and co-parenting we're going to do a holiday edition if you guys can't tell yes this is my Christmas tree we have a very small apartment and this is how we actually prefer to do it we've done this for the last four years almost five years I think so let's talk about the struggles with co-parenting during the holidays My name is Ashley Personwall. I am just a mother of twins trying to make it in the world of co-parents. Unfortunately, I was blessed with a high conflict co-parenting situation that I am trying to overcome and work through on a daily basis. I am finding in my journey that I am not alone. A lot of parents are struggling in the co-parenting situation. We are experiencing infighting, lack of compromise, and many other issues. Some of these issues can really arise during the holiday season and bring a little extra stress instead of bless during the season. So I would like to make this video and this podcast to acknowledge the struggles, the triumphs, and some of the tribulations when it comes to co-parenting during the holiday season, as well as discussing some tactics that I found to mitigate some of the grief that can come in a high conflict co-parenting situation and bring a little extra joy to the season. Some of my biggest struggles when it comes to co-parenting and the holidays have been communication, grief, literal grief because of the lack of communication and many other things. How do you combat this? You don't. In my opinion, in my personal situation, you have to roll with the punches sometimes as a parent and as a parent you might face certain struggles that is not necessarily the best sometimes you have to just suck it up for the best interest of the children sometimes the best interest of the children is being quiet and just celebrating you and your family so we all experience some sort of grief when it comes to high conflict co-parenting during the holiday season because what is in the best interest of us and what is truly in the hearts of the parents that want to compromise could be to come together around the holiday season instead of arguing and fighting and trying to schedule all of these events around the holidays and schedule, who gets kids for, you know, this time. And especially if a parent goes on vacation during the holiday season and the other parent is stuck at home without their children for multiple weeks in a row, um, that can also be hard during the holiday season. So how do we combat this? First of all, we talk to our kids. We know that our kids are the ones that are being put through these situations and heartaches the most we know that our kids are suffering and most of the time they're not going to tell us so what we need to do when we talk to our children is be honest you know tell them that i know it's going to be difficult this year going in between the two households or whatever the situation may be talk to them ask them how them how it makes them feel Also um, have them write down a list of activities that they really wanna do during your time. Have movie marathons, make them a little burr basket. I actually made my children this year a burr basket and it had lots of little treats and gloves and activities, a little coloring book and little ears, everything. It was pretty cute. So the holidays can be really rough around the kids. However, some kids do get super excited to go to different parents and have two different Christmases and open lots more presents because now they have two families. However, I think that children really long to be able to come together, sit at one table, and have a nice, friendly family conversation. Instead of having to fight and wonder why mommy and daddy can just never get along, even for the holidays that are supposed to be about love, compassion, caring for each other, instead of fighting. Some parents do desperately want the Christmas dinner together, the family sitting at the table, the opening toys, the breakfast on Christmas Day. Unfortunately, that's not possible for every. Co parenting situations, especially high conflict co parenting situations. So, if you find yourself in this type of situation, you have to understand, first of all, that it's not your fault. That you might feel a little shame or guilt around the holidays because you weren't able to make that relationship work even after the breakup for your children. What is in the best interest of the children would be. To compromise. But sometimes it's not you. Sometimes it's the other party that isn't able to get over their emotions or their feelings long enough to realize that the children would like to have the family all together for once. When it comes to family gatherings, we all wish that the holiday season can just be merry and bright and cheerful no matter what. That we can all just put our differences aside and understand that no matter what, the children come first, that we should be able to have the nice big family dinner together without any complications. Unfortunately, I live in reality where I understand that that's not possible. And believe me, it's not like I haven't tried, because I have multiple years in a row. I have many years of trying to come together Compromise and have holidays together and failed because of one argument or another. So this year, I am doing it for the first time differently. I am, in fact, not going to try to involve my co-parents in my holiday plans like I have every other year. Instead, this year, I have vowed to make this holiday season as rest-free as possible by, in fact, doing my own thing with my children and my husband. Try to communicate always when it comes to your children and the best interests. If you want to try to have the holidays together, by all means, please try. It could be beneficial for you. It could be beneficial for the children. It could be beneficial for everybody involved. However, if you're like me, and just exhausted of the chaos that comes with trying to maintain a holiday with a high-conflict co-parent, it might not be in your best interest to do so again use your own discernment when it comes to your situation my situation is not the same as yours what works for my household does not work for every household what does doing my own thing entail that entails me making my own plans with my children on the days that i have them celebrating christmas On Christmas Day, because I was blessed to have them on that day naturally via my court order. So instead of having to fight for holiday plans, and we as a family don't really do the Christmas vacation because Christmas vacations can get a little complicated and expensive, especially when you have to travel during winter and you live in Nevada where it kind of snows. So I'm not big on holiday travel during the colder seasons. I like to do it during the warmer seasons. Um, All of that aside, I don't really want to worry about trying to schedule a holiday dinner. So for Thanksgiving and Christmas this year, we're just going to let it fall on the days. If my co-parent brings up any issues, I'm just gonna say you can celebrate on your day and I'll celebrate on mine because we've tried in the past and it hasn't been good for our mental health or the children's mental health. So to avoid that crisis this year, I'm actually going to opt out of doing Christmas as a family or a family joint, quote unquote family. Um, We've just decided to do a very simple dinner and presents as a very quiet household. We're not going anywhere do anything extravagant. We're not going multiple houses and we're not doing a big extravagant dinner with friends and family from all over the country. We're not hosting anything. We're just having a quiet, simple, peaceful day full of good food, good Christmas movies, hot cocoa, treats, and joy. That's all I want for Christmas this year. Parental alienation or just outright being a dick. We will cover any topic relating to co-parenting relationships, raising responsible children. Welcome to Co-Parenting Should Be Easy. Please comment any topics that you would like to see discussed in the episode. Stay tuned for weekly episodes. Thank you. The next topic is gifts gifts can cause the children a lot of grief as well. Um so my children this year I just want a very simple christmas. I want a couple things for them. I would like um you know just a couple gifts here and there maybe some toys and some fun but not extravagant. No video games, no really expensive items, nothing like that. However, the other parent could try to show up you by going and buying the most expensive thing because they can afford it or they can't afford it and they just want to show you up anyway. When it comes to gifts, just try to set simple boundaries. State what your expectations for the gift giving is based on the benefit of the children if the other parent is trying to buy the children's love for example that's not necessarily healthy for you or them or the other co-parent so what i would do is i would politely message them via the talking parents app because that's the app that we use to communicate i would say hey this year we're just doing something simple I would appreciate it if you didn't get them anything extravagant. But in all actuality, we have to come to the realization that we can't control what happens at the other parent's house. No matter how much we want to try and set boundaries and rules and communicate, we can't necessarily control what happens at our own houses. How can we expect to control somewhere that we're not? All of that being said, communication could be considered beneficial in your situation. Now, my girls, this year, one of my children has been very simple. One of my children has been quite a little diva and wants a magic mixie. It's the only thing that she wants this year and she will not give it up. However, we do not want to give any expensive gifts. The magic mixie is something that is expensive. I think we're going to hold off for Christmas and wait until the birthday. Because their birthday, we can give them a joint gift that they can enjoy together, hopefully, the Magic Mixie set, and not cause a lot of trial, like turmoil during the Christmas season. Um, we are trying to budget a little more carefully during the holiday season, naturally, because this time of year can get a little more expensive. But because their birthday is next month, we do want to consider giving them the more expensive gift for their birthday and because we're opting out of a traditional birthday party this year as well again last year we tried the whole co-parenting party where everybody was involved and it just turned to chaos so this year we're just going to do something quiet at home that celebrates them and we want to show them that you can also celebrate at home and not have a whole group of people in order to celebrate your birthday it's, after, it's about you and your family, after all, in my eyes. Um, so another topic that I wanted to talk about was family traditions. What are some of your favorite family traditions? For me, I love hot cocoa, curling up on my couch, watching a wonderful Christmas movie, cuddling up, and just relaxing. I don't get to relax very often in my very busy twin mom life. However, when it comes to the holiday season, I think it's something so special about cuddling on the couch after a long day and just relaxing during a nice heartfelt Christmas movie with your loved ones. This year, I think we're just gonna do a ham, my husband wants scalloped potatoes, and a couple other items, like maybe a sweet potato or a pumpkin pie, or a pecan pie, depending on how I'm feeling what are some of your favorite christmas traditions is there anything that you do every year like going on a vacation cooking a big meal for your family sitting by a nice fireplace and enjoying the warmth opening presents in the morning or opening presents in the evening what do you prefer i prefer opening the christmas presents in the morning that way the children can play with all of their new gifts as i prepare for the rest of the day and I mean cooking and cleaning, of course. I also just enjoyed opening presents first thing in the morning as a child. We always used to open the individual presents at each house. When I was a kid, we bounced around from different houses for our Christmas festivities, and each one of my aunts would kind of host every year. Like, Well, sometimes we'd just all come together depending on whose house had more space. And we would all just come together and cook everything. Um, And then when I moved to Nevada, everything kind of changed. But I still try to keep up some of the traditions from when I was a child, such as opening all of the presents as soon as you uh, wake up in the morning, even before breakfast, because most of the time we would be opening um, presents and breakfast would be just being set on the table. So that was kind of fun. We would all gather around and open everything. Sometimes before breakfast, sometimes after breakfast. It depends on how many people were awake. The rule basically was as long as everybody in the house was awake and you can't go wake up everybody in the house at 6 a.m. just to open presents. You have to be respectful and you have to let them sleep. But I do remember those days fondly as a child. And I hope that my children will remember our Christmases now as fondly as well. Do you have a big tree this year? Do you have a little tree? Do you have a tree like mine that's a little lackluster, but still kind of cool? And enough to put presents under when Santa does come this year. What traditions do you have? Do you bake cookies every year? Do you go on a vacation like I was asking earlier? What is your tradition? Some of my favorite, Christmas traditions include baking. Of course, one of my favorite things to make is fudge. We've recently decorated some cookies and we do the whole gingerbread house thing. This year, I bought a Hershey's gingerbread house that I plan on doing with my children. I also bought an advent calendar. Do you guys do the whole advent calendar thing? What is your favorite Christmas movie? I think my favorite Christmas movie is The Grinch or A Nightmare Before Christmas, but we also watch that for Halloween as well. My girls were totally on a Hallmark kick the other day, so every now and then I will get stuck on a Hallmark movie day where I will put on a bunch of Hallmark movies, drink hot cocoa, and just clean and decorate the house. It was so funny that a couple weeks ago, my girls inherited my Hallmark love. And when I let them put on whatever Christmas movies they wanted, it was a perfect theme of Hallmark movies. Spoiler alert, we will be discussing Santa. Please do not listen if you have littles in the room, as this may spoil the magic of Christmas and Santa. Thank you and enjoy the rest. Do you guys believe in Santa? Do you guys tell your children about Santa? Let's have that conversation. So I actually do tell my children about Santa, but not in like a threatening way. I don't say, oh, you're going to get cool or anything. I do joke a little bit. However, to me, Santa is something that I've cherished as a child. When I figured out that Santa was Santa and I was devastated, but then I realized Santa is actually real. I believe in Santa. Even as an adult, I believe in Jolly Saint Nick because he was, in lore, a real person, and he represents the spirit of giving, kindness, compassion, and cookies, which, of course, I can get behind. So I will not keep Santa for my children. I want them to believe in Santa, and when it is appropriate for them to learn the truth, I will definitely tell them the truth about Santa. However, I, as an adult, still put gifts under the tree from Santa to me and my husband. So what does that say? Maybe Santa does does exist. Maybe Santa is real. And maybe we're never too old to believe in Santa. We should all believe in Santa. I hope that you enjoyed listening to my rant about Christmas. Some of these problems are so nuanced that each individual needs to take their own time to evaluate their situation and determine what is best for you and your children. Christmas and holidays can all get so complicated. It's not just about baking cookies and wrapping presents or unwrapping presents. It's about a lot more. Family can get complicated, arguments can start, Even if you're not split up, even if you are still together, holidays can be a little stressful because everybody's trying to focus on the joy instead of actually focusing on the joy. or tradition, what are your struggles when it comes to co-parenting around the holidays? What are your biggest trials and tribulations when it comes to these struggles? If there's any way that I can help, please message me below. Send me a little comment, or you can email me at co-parenting should be easy. Please understand that I might not check my email as much as I should, but I promise to get back to you if you do contact me in some way, shape, or form. If you found this podcast or this video enlightening, helpful, or even just kind of fun, please let me know in the comments below. Like and share to a family member. And I hope that you give us a five-star rating on any platform that you might be listening on. I know that I am primarily on Spotify, but however, I am on most other platforms. I am working on Apple, but that's because I don't have an account. Well, I wish you all the best. Happy Holidays. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas.